0: All right, welcome back, Loggers and Fur Traps. A uh, very exciting episode. Might be our most informative one yet. So get ready because we are about to shake the fucking bear tonight.
1: That's right. Uh, we're going to have to a-
0: change it and say we are about to shake the buffalo.
2: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I don't know if there's any tent pitching going on, but <laughs> there could be. Uh, but that being said, Loggers, we are live. Welcome back to the Straight to Bus podcast. Uh, we have a special guest today. I don't know if you're uh, able to hear him or not, but uh, Squint has found yet another wanderer.
0: Yeah, uh, this is my good buddy. We met in college. We were on the baseball team. I've seen him carry the team on his back. I've seen him have my back. Uh, <laughs> he's just a good guy. You know, when you think of Californians, you think of like just the scum of the earth. But, you know, there are a few gems down there, he rains from Santa Monica, one of the most lovely places on earth. Uh, I still have wet dreams of, about it to this day. And uh, he, yeah, he decided to pack up his bags and head out to Cowboy Land and become a fellow Coloradan, and uh, you know, try to get his beach, beach boy on in the Rocky, in the what is it, the Rocky Mountains over there. I was gonna say Mile what? High, I was like the Rocky High Stadium, but that's that would have <laughs> fucked it up real Whatever bad. works. Yeah, yeah, but man. <laughs> yeah, but he is, uh, you know, one of those true life immigrant success stories. <laughs> <laughs> I guess.
3: I mean, you know, being I didn't come half or anything, but I mean,
0: he's he's kind of uh, he's like I mean, Drew, you're, you're, you're like you're you're close to me, man, half Asian, half Hispanic. Let's go. Oh, yeah. his family, yeah, the family dinners. Oh, mm. dude, fucking knock Up your socks north. off. Yeah, Yeah. just leave you face down in a trench somewhere. Just, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So,
3: yeah, I mean, I came from California, moved out to Colorado, just uh, basically chasing a dream, wanted to become independent. Stuff wasn't moving for me out in California. So I was just like, man, fuck this. I'm going to pack my bags and take my toys elsewhere. And I don't know, just coming up from just the California lifestyle, just wasn't really feeling it. Just, you know just red robes, red carpet guys like the flaunt, and just wasn't about it anymore i I visited Colorado back in two thousand thirteen, and people actually say hi to you out here, which is kind of weird. we have and, a
1: nod and, yeah, and I,
3: just nod.
1: I, it, it, do, do you, you know it right like like the yeah, yeah, yeah so the, when I right, right. went out to Oregon, um i yeah naturally brought the nod with me and i was going on like morning walks and i'd you know give a nod or give a wave just stone cold out there in the, <laughs> in the tundra uh, yeah. man those guys are it feels, assholes really, it
3: feels weird you're just like uh what do i do now i don't know
0: what to do guys the colorado nod is like it's like yeah. you have an imaginary cowboy hat yeah like it, a, it, it, it's not yeah, even it, a
3: smile it's like a little grin you're just like like that oh, that's I also-
0: you know we fucking we fucking broke tradition. We were so we were getting like so far into the shit before the show and we had to jump up. Yeah, we got a we got a crack one. We got we got one of the boys here. Ooh, a Corona. So all right, well, yeah. Bring welcome to our, Yeah, welcome to our shitty show. Drew, Cheers. And uh, here we go. Hey man, I got course a lot banquet.
3: of shit to talk about. It's
0: always fun. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Banquet's still the best thing on tap if you ever have it out there. <sighs> Yeah, you went to the brewery. You, you saw get it was right made. From, the, from. I got, I got fucked up at the Red Rocks with you, <laughs> 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 watching a Led Zeppelin cover band. <laughs>
1: Doesn't take I, much.
3: I, oh god, I just, I'm, I just remember just carefully just walking down the steps because if I missed one step, I was just. Like,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, there, yeah, it's, un, it's unforgiving right there. You catch some momentum, and you're just steamrolling, and it just leads you straight off a cliff.
3: Yeah, yeah, but Red Rocks, uh, we're actually gonna go see MGK out there, so that's oh, gonna be
0: dope. Oh <laughs> boy, man, is he bringing uh, uh, what's her oh, nuggets? Yeah.
1: No, oh, Meg Fox. Fox,
0: yeah, well, either one. Oh, yeah. she'll definitely be there.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, I
0: need
1: dude. to change my plans. <laughs>
3: So stuff for it. We were just talking about this. Uh, we were just talking about it just a little bit ago. I'm so excited for it. Especially if fucking Travis Barker comes out. Like, come on. Like, Travis
0: Barker would be dope. But let's not forget, Eminem ruined this man's career so, so bad he had to pick up a guitar. He's uh, done no, rapping. He's no, no longer a rapper. He's a rock guitar. He's a punk, he, he's a punk he, rocker.
3: He's, he's getting into a different field. Artists like to expand. Like, I mean, fucking look at Tyler, the creator, from when he first started to what he is now. I mean, same thing with uh, I think Galvin he's Campino. still Tyler
0: the creator.
1: Taylor Swift uh, also. I thought Taylor that's where Swift we were going also. with this.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I noticed that, like, okay, so Taylor Swift, MGK, a little bit similar in the fact that their fan base started calling them out for not being what they were. Like, They're like, Taylor, you're not really country, you're like pop country, and then she just moved over to being like a pop artist, and like yeah, folksy but, pop.
3: I, I get it. I mean, that's the same thing I had with Childish Gambino and freaking Tyler the Creator. Just because they had lyrics, they had bars, and it's not wasn't just always about like sounds and just saying. Like I jumped in listening to you because you actually had stuff to say. You actually had clever shit to say. So that's what I wanted. That to hear was from a you. lie. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> uh,
0: but, no, I mean I'm sure like. You get weight You have it. You have enough of those course banquets, and like anybody's gonna fucking rock. So you know, whatever, man. You got to do you. Enjoy it. I'm sure it'll be fun. I was. Yeah. I would not pay the money for MGK. I'm on. Yeah. I'm one of those Stan You know, diehards.
2: Mm.
0: I'd wear I wear a kill shot shirt at the first MGK awfully concert. boomer of you, Squint. I don't know, but I mean, I followed MGK when he first came out, and he was cool, and then all of a sudden he just started getting like belligerent. You know, I, just I'm, straight I'm, right.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean I don't know. I, I still think he has clever shit to say all the time and whatnot. And he it, it, he makes the sound sound good and he went a different route with it and it sounds like the old like Blink 182 shit that you used to listen to back in the nineties. And I don't know. It, it was a good it was I will shit.
0: say, I will say he's a good actor. Bird box? Oh, yeah, that's right. He was in Bird Box. No, <laughs> when he, played, uh, he, no he played uh, Tommy Lee in that um, Monty Crue yep. movie. Yep. Yeah, he and I was like, one. oh, shit, that's, that's Machine Gun Kelly?
3: Yeah. <laughs> he did that one, and he also did another one. I can't remember it off the head. It was with uh, fucking. Uh, wasn't it uh, with Megan Fox? No, it, it wasn't with Megan Fox. It was uh, Jamie, der-
2: Fox. Jamie Fox. Jamie
3: Fox. It was Jamie Foxx. It? it was that one uh the one with oh, yeah, the Project power. Yeah, power. yeah. Power.
0: Power. On Netflix.
1: He's also a nerve, apparently.
0: Is that the one with Megan Fox? Uh
1: I don't think it had Megan Fox. No, I had that one I chick.
0: I swear that he did like a little movie or it was like oh, a Roberts. guest Yeah, a guest character on like a show that had her. And that's how they met. Mm.
1: Uh well they were in midnight. In the switchgrass, so they could have met there. That's like a 2021 show, movie, something. Mm. Oh, yeah, I
0: was thinking before this, I was thinking like back in 2018, 2019. nah I don't think so. Anyway, good for him. Good for him. Megan Megan Fox has aged very well, Well, she doesn't age. She, yeah.
3: she's like the, what is it? The vampire. wasn't she? She came out with a vampire movie too. So makes Jennifer's
0: sense. Jennifer's body. Yep. Yeah. Didn't see it, but pro- she was probably great in it. You know, probably I great.
3: I
1: don't Megan think she's Bostack. aged today. Honestly.
0: No.
3: She just has kids and she yells at her ex-husband. For
0: she has a kid. Yeah. She's just like a couple, dude. dude. Yes, That's the yes, first yes. thing that <laughs> did was like knock her up and marry her yeah
3: oh. i want like, great yeah. jeans yeah i need these i need these jeans to be passed <laughs> off so let me put a baby in you and
0: yeah wow yeah well the, <laughs> the, the dude from 90210 like the original one and he's like 10 or 15 years older than her and the he was just all like let me get that real quick
3: yeah
1: <laughs> oh that's an old guy yuck
3: yeah and I think, she, I think she was yelling at him because he was, like, taking pictures on, like, some holiday with the kids and whatnot. And she was just like, kick the kids out of the fucking
2: pictures! Oh,
1: Jesus.
2: <laughs> he know, looks she... like
1: Tyson Fury if Tyson Fury was, like, a normal person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, like, had hair. Right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm kind of excited for that. Did you see the press conference?
1: Yeah, the five minutes of just...
0: And then, yeah, Deontay Wilder did not say a single word. Mm-mm.
1: He looked different too. That guy looks like he means business.
0: Every day. I mean, I think that was like the point he was <laughs> trying. To, <laughs> I think that was the point that he was trying to get across because, it and worked. then like Tyson Fury was like, I felt bad for him after I gave him that loss. I, I genuinely was worried about him. I was like, damn, bro. He did, he did a number on him, dude. He fucking worked his ass bad. I can't believe that it's coming up so quick. Well, yeah. because they got sued. Like, uh, whoever was, like, supposed... They had a, um agreement for three fights, and, like, Tyson Fury's camp was trying to back out of it.
1: Oh, yeah, no duh.
0: Yeah, and oh. then... Uh, yeah, and so then they went to go sue him, and then they're like, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll do it, and that's why it's happening so fast. They just want to get it out of the way.
2: Huh.
0: So the Gypsy Joker will... Or was he... Is he the Gypsy Joker or the Gypsy King? Gypsy King.
3: Gypsy King.
0: All right, so we'll see mm-hmm. how it goes, but I'm pretty fucking excited for it. Yeah, I am
1: too. That's, that's like the only box, like the only real box, boxing matches I've been invested in.
0: I oh am like Lomachenko. Uh, oh Lomachenko too. Yeah, not,
1: no, not the battle Chango?
0: of the platforms.
1: Not the battle of the platforms.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Canelo's fun to
1: watch, or in uh, what's that young guy's name? Uh, Ryan Garcia. I've never watched him fight, but he seems interesting.
3: He has fast
1: hands. Fast as hell.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I mean when you're like a featherweight, you're they always look super fast. I
1: don't know, this guy looks like mega fast.
0: No,
3: yeah,
2: like you looking like a You looking like a featherweight over there, chance. <laughs> 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 what nothing Back to say to there? To our guess. <laughs> 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 Back to
0: our guests. I was gonna say I, don't, I really don't want to talk about like drinking, but um, how did I do? I know I did really good last time I was in Colorado. I did really good. Yeah, you're all right. Look, I got stuck out <laughs> yeah. the goddamn boat like the fucking cold out there and that ha- just sitting on the porch, knocking on the door. Your yeah. ass had to come back. Yeah, his ass comes back, and he's all like, he's like, oh damn, what happened? And I go, dude, Juan's not answering the door. He's like, oh okay. And so we're driving back. He goes, Hey, Chance. I'm like, What? He's like, I smoked a joint before I came here.
2: No,
3: I took an edible and it <laughs> oh, hit. Oh,
2: that's like,
0: what it was. And it and hit I'm like,
3: on our drive back, I
0: was just
2: like, Oh, all right. I guess like it's, it's like it one was of
0: those it. like. Jeremy's all like, It's cool, man. It's cool. I got him. I'm his eyes. I'm like, Good because like I don't, I'm like freezing. I'm drunk. I'm like My- starting to like have a panic attack. Mind
3: you, when we first met, I, I I I wasn't driving a car. I didn't even have my driver's license at that oh, time. Oh yeah,
0: that's right. Because I remember <laughs> Yeah, well yeah. <laughs> yeah, because when we drove down to Juan's uh, wedding and I was like, Jesus Christ, Drew like fucking You know, there's this such the thing license. as a, like having one car space and you're just like right in there, you're like you're like, It's California, dog, it's bumper to bumper. And I'm like, Oh god man the I was yeah. just like you know I'll take a nap.
3: <laughs> oh, he passed out on my recording. It was pretty funny.
0: I still have an oh. in-depth from that. <laughs> I mean, at least that was the only thing happening on that couch because we got stories about couches. My a parents on that couch. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the
3: real messed up part is my parents still have that couch, and they use it. On I'm the, the like, right, yeah, this, this
0: still got some bounce in it. You didn't even, you know, a good son would have bought them a cup.
3: I'm sorry, mom, dad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so really sorry, really do hope to hear. Yeah, I, if I you just, to yeah. this. It's too late. Yeah, it's too late.
3: There's a lot of history behind it. It wasn't just chance and One. it was other people yeah. too.
0: <laughs> it was like three quarters of the baseball team. <laughs> it was yeah. like pretty much what you did to like get initiated into the baseball team.
3: I just it was funny because like it was just a whole room with just one couch just straight in the middle. Then we had like all of our little like uh what was it, like our mini fridges that was in that room. yeah, <laughs> and, and we? because like every, everybody stole out of this fucking out of uh, so long story short, we lived in a uh, a house our first year, and the house was uh, designated with like maybe five baseball guys, a basketball guy. And like just a bunch of randoms that was off the Craigslist, just living in there.
0: No, there was, so, two, there was two basketball guys because it was uh Vincent and Dalton,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. So fucking, we would always have to keep these like mini, Wait, And there was six room.
0: baseball guys because there was me, Kyle, you, Juan, Jeff, yeah, yeah. and Sepio,
3: yeah, yep.
0: So
1: and, that's uh, a ton of dudes, yeah, just so off the bat, on,
3: just so just off the just off just the back. rib, like fucking, we had five people living in one master bedroom, five guys. Um, and we kept like TV in there. The couch was in the middle of all of us fucking like one person in one corner, other person in the other corner, me in the far left corner and like a, a blow up mattress. <laughs> like, and we were living in this spot. And I still remember like back when we were about to leave, So I started getting a bunch of headaches uh, throughout the whole process. And I guess uh, the guy that took care of our bills, he didn't pay for the gas bill that time. So the gas guy comes back, and he is about to turn the gas back on. And then all of a sudden, he's like, well, I can't turn the gas back on, guys, just because there's a CO2 leak that's leaking right into our bedroom. (laughs) Yeah. Oh shit! I'm over shit. here giving all these freaking headaches and whatnot, and fucking, and and the the landlord or whatever, he was a complete dick, and he didn't want to get like refund us or like I, I tried to pay my security deposit with last month's rent, and he wasn't about it. And there were times where he just like would stop by randomly, and I tell, uh, there was one time I was about to get in a fight with him, I'm just like, dude, you have to leave a notice, like legally, you have to leave a notice for you to actually come into to the property. And he just showed up one time because we were college kids playing beer pong in the kitchen. And one of the other Craigslist people ended up calling him, dude.
0: Oh, okay. yeah. I hated that guy. No. Yeah, 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 well, because even the little homie that lived in the fucking Harry Potter closet underneath the stairs was like out there playing beer pong with us, dude. Yeah. Oh, and then we got two more baseball players from Texas. And then so, we got another yeah. random dude from Craigslist and and so yeah, so okay, we had like six, eight, ten, little homie in the closet, eleven. Uh mm-hmm. yeah, we had like fourteen people living there.
3: Yeah, fourteen yeah. people. Um, basketball guy try I mean got in a fight. We were house
0: of creators was... before house of creators, you know, like yeah. we're the OGs. Yeah. Like there there's
3: one that one night what was it? Uh, one of our one of our teammates left uh, left his clothes in the washer and dryer or whatever, and I guess his dude going through shit, have it like about to have a baby on the way, all drunk, like comes rushing upstairs and he's just like, "Who's closest in the dryer?" Yada yada yada, and we're just like, and uh, our our teammate Jeff, he comes out, he's like, "Oh, that's mine. I'll go ahead and get it right now," and he starts like causing the problem with them. and I see this, I'm just like, "All right." Let me uh insert myself into this. That way if somebody gets caught, I'm able to back them up.
0: So, well, it was in the stairway. So Jeff is on the top of the stairs and V is like a yeah. couple steps down.
3: Yeah. So and just to
0: give you and, 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 and Jeff Jeff is like a po boy, man. He's like what like five, ten. He he's a bitch.
2: Okay. Uh, well no, team. but I'm just I, saying I, again, man, like an
0: idea, but Jeff is cool. Like Jeff is like he's he's he always stays really calm, but he was like a very like kinda like uh like imagine just jokic like when he was like fat, you know, just really soft. Yeah. And then yeah. like like V, dude, he's a basketball player. He's like six four, you know, two twenty. Like he's a, he's a big dude, just mentally unstable. Yeah,
3: mentally unstable. So and, yeah, and I mean Jeffrey, we're watching this. Sorry, bud, but I have to. I have, I have to call it like it is. He he gets punched in the fucking face, <laughs> and, and and I'm right next to him, and I fucking pick pick the basketball player up and just start taking. Uh, I'm about to take him down the fucking stairs, and Chance comes up, fucking holds up, holds holds hold, uh Vince up, and I get knocked back. So I'm like turtle selling on the ground right now. I'm, like, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh shit. Not good. And, yeah, and, and thankfully, like I have my other uh, other roommates uh, behind me that that just tried to just contain this fool. But I think uh, Juan got a punch in. Thankfully,
0: yeah, Juan. Uh, yeah, because Juan is over there because I, I, I eventually, yeah, I eventually get no, I, uh, like Vincent in a chokehold, and Juan's over there kicking him, and I'm like, dude, Juan, <laughs> stop, stop. Yeah, the cops, are, the
3: cops are gonna come, and that, and we're over here jumping as one.
0: <laughs> yeah we're lucky like, we did that then and not now
3: <laughs> yeah i'll get canceled super quick <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know it was a it was a athlete's house so you know it was, it was an, an athlete's athletic house, house.
3: he punched our teammate in the face and i'm sorry he just i have to back somebody i have to back my teammate up yeah that and, makes sense yeah.
1: So, yeah. I, so i have a question I, I, at first when you were talking about the couch i thought it was just like probably like training the same chick, but now I'm concerned it's just, like, a piss couch. What's the deal with the couch?
3: Um, no, the girls got railed on that couch.
1: Yeah,
0: okay.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, not, so like...
1: So, so is everyone
2: was just, like... like
0: we didn't, it wasn't, like, the DMV where you take a number, you know, and you have to, like, wait for your <laughs> number to get called up. It was just all, like, hey, dog, I'm bringing a girl over. All right, man, like, couch is open.
1: Well, it's not like yeah. they can get out of the way, so are they just, like, gaming in the corner <laughs>
0: I mean, but why do you think no. they pick corners? They just turn around. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, everybody had to turn on that their, on their couch except me because I was all wiped up at that point in time and never oh, okay. you, uh, <laughs>
0: Still uh, not convinced she exists. Still not convinced. But, uh,
3: you know what? Yeah. We'll do,
0: the, we'll do that episode on Valentine's Day, Drew. We'll do that yeah. one on Valentine's That's Day. <laughs> uh, 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 But, yeah. Okay. So, anyway. Yeah. And then. It was just – it was crazy. And then we all left, right? Like, I go back to Oregon. Uh, our buddy Juan, who we've talked about, he moves up to Colorado. You know, either some of the – the rest of us are either, like, back in uh, – co- like, still in college, or they went back to fucking, like, bumfuck middle of nowhere southern California. Yeah, Idaho. Oh. No, like like the Mexican border – or Mexican-California borderline. Yeah. So, yeah, this, now you just got – Drew just chilling in Santa Monica.
3: Yeah, yeah. And basically, I I don't know. I, everything wasn't moving for me. I mean, I had a business degree and a business admin and whatnot. Um, and I applied around and fucking couldn't even get a job at Walmart. So I'm just like, all right, well, forget this. And I still remember um Juan going ahead and inviting me out to just have a place to stay and trying to get my feet up under me and probably i don't know i want to say like a year later once i was on the final stages of graduating from my art college i was able to kind of go ahead and kind of get out here and just basically start from scratch by the way he totally oversold it i'll tell him <laughs> i'll tell he didn't tell me it was a fucking call center job <laughs> He didn't tell me that, like what 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 he was doing and whatnot. All he said was, "Dude, you get paid like sixteen hundred, like every every two weeks." I'm like, "All right, cool." My first check there was like maybe like three four hundred, <laughs> and it's like, "Ah, so, oh,
0: ain't got it, dog. You just, you just ain't got it like Daddy got it."
3: Uh, not even
0: the like, fuck you fool you a bitch.
3: Yeah, so making me look bad. So I won't say the company's name, um, but we, we're a credit consulting company that help people out with credit. So it was a bait and switch. So what the business, uh, the business strategy was, you bait people coming in for these uh, apartment listings. So you put all your information on there and, and basically somebody, uh, an opener is what we used to call them, goes ahead and calls them, talks about the listings, where they want to move to, stuff like that. And then they would just ask, "Oh, how's your credit doing?" You know, they're gonna check your credit once you once you move into a place. Hey, how about we check your credit? Are you talking to a credit consultant? And that's how we got, went ahead and kind of sold them on a uh, on a uh, on a program. So first and foremost, um, the guy that owned the company, he was he's in jail now, mind you. Uh, <laughs> he, He's in jail. He was going to jail for embezzlement and tax evasion and bankruptcy fraud.
0: So nice. he was in the white...
3: Yeah. He was in the white-collar jail. Um, and...
0: Oh, so he still gets, like, conjugal visits and shit like that.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm the homies. No, well, his wife's in jail, too, so...
0: <laughs> oh they they get like uh, what is it like you know how they have like amazon prime day you know it's like inmate day you're like oh yeah my wife's in jail too she's uh you know three counties over all right let's make yeah. it happen for you. yeah
3: let's make it, like it happen Nah, but yeah so he was in jail for all that and uh we were basically when business started going down was when it came out with that better business bureau um we weren't we had a like an F rating on the Better Business Bureau, so uh, people would yeah, like like people look us up and they'd be like, oh no, I'm good, like <laughs> and and um, that was like one of the hardest things, and that's what actually really helped me when it came down to sales was like trying to convince somebody that they need this program with somebody that with a company that is going pretty much going under with a corrupt owner and. You're asking for social security numbers and credit card information on the phone, probably, and you're talking about credit. credit's one of the hardest thing to sell just because it's such an obscure product. Nobody understands credit chance you understand credit Austin? I certainly don't
0: i mean i I watched the <laughs> i watched the uh, what was that what was that like fucked up show uh like what? Not Blackwall, Black Mirror. Watch that Black Mirror yeah. thing about like the the Instagrams or the likes become your credit score and shit like that. And I was like, God, yeah. that is so fucking dangerous. And it's pretty. It's true.
2: Yeah. You know, Oh, you
0: want to live in these high end apartments? Like, what? What's your likability? Oh, fuck. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> can
0: I? Can I bring my dog?
3: <laughs> yeah, and I mean that. It's crazy, just because that's what they're. That's what some companies are doing for the hiring process now is just checking the credit scores, see if they're. Well, the okay, so dollars.
0: like. That yeah. from what I, I'll say like from what I understand, like your credit score, is, it's pretty much like there's so many different ways to see like to like measure who you are as like a person, you know, yeah. except kind of like financially because so like some people carry like cash. You know, I'm still one of the people that like will use cash. Um, right? Yeah, you know, but like as a credit score, it's like pretty much it's the financial way of like backing up what you say. You know, if something's $80,000 and you say, okay, I'm going to give you $20,000 and then I will pay you $1,000 a month for five years, you know, or whatever, whatever it equates out to, you know, over five years. So $60,000, you have to pay off $60,000 in five years. Right. And so, like, if you fail to do that, that goes against your credit because you didn't back up what you said you'd do. So it's a way to, like, keep you accountable.
3: It, not necessarily that. I mean, so credit was basically, it came up when the whole housing market crashed back in 2008, they were giving out these loans to people that should not have never got it. And um, when people couldn't start paying for this stuff, that's when they would go back to the banks. And that's when I, I'm butchering this, but that's when they would go back to this bank and, the, and they couldn't lend out any more money for any assistance. So that's why the housing market crashed and that's why credit's becoming more important uh to this uh to this day. So well,
0: yeah, because, well and that's another that's another reason. It goes back to like, you know, lenders were going out there and just being kind of irresponsible with like giving the money out because they knew that the banks could like do a bailout, but then the banks ended up yeah. getting bailed out instead exactly. of so, like these loan places. And well, so yeah, it yeah. fucked over a lot. It just fucked over a lot of people and the banks like everyone got mad because the banks were the only ones that got their money back.
3: Yeah, and it's just like adjustable mortgage rate, which is ARM. And basically what, the, what that meant was like your, your mortgage could be something one month and it could completely change another month. And that's what they were doing back then. And like you, you'd be paying like 2000 one month and then all of a sudden 3000 when your budget doesn't really cover that. And that's why these people started to have huh. that problem of actually paying each month.
1: That. so that's why like in like uh like commercials you hear like fixed mortgage rates i didn't realize that yeah. that was such an important thing yeah very
2: yeah. important yeah yeah come don't teach you in school
1: yeah, yeah. no kidding yeah like that's Talk such that's people. something that's so simple like two words off that you would never know you're like oh i just need
0: a mortgage oh. i don't know what different English? types
3: yeah, English yeah. language. It's a uh, you better read the fine print. Because no, I mean think about, you about this. Like,
0: you wouldn't go like deep conspiracy, like conspiracy, not a deep one, but like I was thinking about this, and I was like, you know what? I realized that there's certain things that they don't want to teach you in school because, like, when you become an adult or you get pushed out into the, the not the real world, but you know, like where you have to be, um, you have to be like self-sustainable. Like if you don't know what's going on. Then they can say whatever it is, and then you just get you know suckered into like, oh man, I got fucked, and it's like, why didn't they teach us this in school? Well, then they wouldn't be able to sucker you, would you?
3: Yeah, you know, exactly. would they? Well, That's they set point. you up for failure. I mean, look at student loans right now. The student loans—it's the only thing you can't claim bankruptcy on. And like people like having to take out their social security check just because they owe student loans, like fuck out of here, like.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, you're no. telling like an 18 year old, right? Like, hey, you're gonna you, you want to go to
3: college of your dreams?
0: Yeah, no, but it's like, oh, you want to be a doctor? Okay, so that's gonna be like four hundred thousand dollars of debt, and we'll give you that loan, right? And it's right. like, okay, so you're gonna give an 18 year old a four hundred thousand dollars.
1: Right. I mean, they're they're probably thinking like. Oh, as a doctor you make like $100,000 a year and I'll pay that off in no time because I I mean number 1 never even seen that much money before and it's yeah. they, exactly. just like well, oh no, well, that's I have like I'm 30 saying. years like,
0: to pay it off. We can, yeah, we can just go to like some in state like uh, I'm going to go to Oregon State like right now Oregon State is like through the fucking roof, dude. It's like $40,000 a year just to be like a local student. Like if you're a resident. You know, it's like okay, so you know, like, what? that's 120, wait, 160,000. You're saying like, okay, like, yeah, we'll give you a loan for $160,000. What was your prior work experience? Well, I just went to school and, you know, now I'm going to college. That's the next step. So you've never worked a it in your life. Well,
3: yeah. Okay, so we'll was- give
0: you $180,000. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, and that's the, that's one, that's like one of the biggest things. It's just like you coming out of college and whatnot and you have no, no general path to go towards just because you don't have a, that, all that experience. And that's what I'm saying, like, especially with college athletes, like, you were very fortunate, Chance, because you actually did work at Dickies. But, I mean, I was trying to make the league, and fucking after practice, me and Juan were going to work out and trying to, and doing what we thought we needed to do to try to make the league and whatnot. And we didn't have time to work because we were doing all the extra stuff that we needed. And that's the – it was also family? helped that
0: I was on student council all my years there because that paid for all my tuition.
3: Yeah. Good for you. Yes! <laughs> I Neither don't, don't have any student debt, but. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> but I mean, neither, yeah, neither do I, so.
3: Yeah, but, I mean. We that's school, to, the
0: school that we went to was an NAIA school. It was fucking dirt cheap, so, you know, like, once you got your big boy job, you could have paid that off in, like, probably two years.
3: Yeah. No, nah, I mean, I get it. I mean, I'm very fortunate of going there and learning the stuff I did and whatnot, and. I think of everything, like, going through this path in life and whatnot. I'm just really reluctant of actually making the decision that I made just because, yeah, I mean, but I no, could have ended up somewhere different.
0: Yeah, but, no, I see, where, I see where you're going now with the college athletes, like, college athletes in school and not, you know, not having, working, like, not, the... Yeah, not working, you know? And, Especially, like, and, if, you, if your dream is to, like, play after college.
3: Yeah, and, I mean, so, my occupation is, uh, I mean, I'm an operations manager for a staffing agency, and that's one of the biggest things that we look at is uh, resumes. So when we're looking at resumes and whatnot, I mean, I'm looking for keywords when I'm sifting through like 100 resumes and whatnot. Keywords, so, tip, uh, so I deal with electricians and low-voltage technicians. So I'm looking for like anything that has to do anything with conduit, transformers, things of that nature. And if Kids. I don't see it, yes. <laughs> and if i don't see that shit this guy's got
0: mouths to feed
3: (laughs) i I, i'm tossing that to the side and i'm not i'm not looking at it anymore and it just sucks for the college athlete just because you don't have anything to put on that resume what are you gonna do you're gonna say i played i played baseball like i I won all these awards in baseball like no like generally you have to lie unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) you have to lie In order to get a job coming out of college. And that's what I had to do because luckily Juan was the recruiter at the, the the, uh, credit consulting firm that I went to. And I had that leeway to get into that job. And it was better than fucking staying in California and not trying to, trying to keep applying.
0: Yeah, but look at where California's at now. Like, everybody's leaving California.
3: Fucking do. Yeah. The homeless population out there is just terrible. I got my – I got bums taking shits in my parents' driveway. (laughs) Like, it's – But, no, yeah.
0: (laughs) When you're a college athlete, you, you know, you say, okay, well, I want to go to, like, the next level, you know, or at least I want to keep playing, whether it's, you know, like an amateur, overseas, things of that nature. Yeah, you're not really going to you're not you're not going to have time to go to work. No. You know, because you like you're you're thinking okay, like I'm at practice, like I'm at work, like all this is going to, you know, amount to a paycheck somewhere. Yeah. Doing this. Well, the and other thing you either you get the... hurt or you don't make it and you now you have no work skills.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is like <clears throat> like obviously going for the league in in baseball specifically or just any professional sport is I mean, that's like a that's like a moonshot. Right. So but even if you look, even if you're really athletic and you still want to do like some level of sports, maybe it's not professional, maybe it's amateur, you know, whatever it is. Maybe you're on the triple A team. You know, those those things pay. And I was just talking to my high school football coach the other day and he was talking about, you know, he had the option because he played um, for uh, New Mexico State. And he was like, Well, I could have either gone semi pro and made like $200 a game and stayed in the shitty motel, or I could have been an assistant coach for whatever school it was and made twice that. You know, yeah. so it's like almost like they're like, Man, maybe you shouldn't do this. You know, Ooh, we got this job over here. So it's, they don't want to set yeah. you up for jobs, but that's where they're sending you anyway.
0: Well, there's you know? so many people that play baseball. If you don't do it, it's next man up. Yeah,
3: yeah pretty much. And I mean, I think. I don't know. Like throughout my whole senior year, I mean, I was battling about getting Tommy John and whatnot. So it was just like, all right, this is this is probably going to be it for me. I mean, I got invited to go play independent league, but it's like what you said, Austin. It's just like pay, get paid three hundred bucks no. and having to, <laughs> and, and having and having to pay for your own housing is just like, get the, nah, man, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. There's no, way. Well, yeah, yeah like when you no guys did that anymore.
0: Colorado the, that Colorado summer ball league, and you had to like stay with that family. Mm-hmm. you know and you got like a per diem and stuff like that i was like well i mean that's that's probably not it either you know you gotta you get stuck with some random family for like th- you know three months and hey, what kind hey, of dream is that <laughs>
3: yeah i mean it was it was cool i mean i'm not gonna knock
2: on the, the well the it was just cool just because no
0: you know, i'm not saying that you knock on the family you guys had a great experience but you were all like if you was like post college it was like yeah. this is what i'm doing right now like i'm just yeah. in here they this you know, I'm, I'm with this family. They got a newborn baby. They got three other kids. You know, like, fuck. <laughs> no <I> mean, bitches.
2: <laughs>
3: that's why I give it up to minor leagues, man. I mean, they have to go through that whole process and whatnot. And it just sucks. It you just know. sucks. I mean, you have to really grind it out and just kind of stick and bear it with it in order to just hold on to that dream. And some people make it, some people don't. And I mean, I was, I was, I cashed out early. <laughs> Oh, yeah <laughs> forget to. Catch
0: me outside how about that <laughs>
1: well imagine like you're uh you know you're ambitious and you're you know playing in minor leagues or whatever maybe even less than that you have like a wife and your wife's working at target making i don't know what they make 20 to 30 thousand dollars a year and you're making half that you know trying to live up your dream and you know how is that going to go over be like don't worry i know it's going to pay off i know it's going to pay off you've been playing baseball for 300 bucks a week for three years now. It's like,
0: I know. And that's the thing about going. baseball, dude. You could be like in the, in the system for like 20 years. And the payoff is you get like that one relief inning, you
2: right. know? And they're like, uh-huh.
0: here's the guy that's been, you know, in the, in the trenches for the last 20 years. And he's coming in, in the fifth as the reliever. And it's just like, never seen, never seen again.
2: Yeah. They're like, see, Pretty I did much. it.
0: I lived out my dream. And you're like, yeah, we're like fucking ass over tea kettle on debt, honey. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's <laughs> it
0: worth yeah. It? <laughs>
3: Yeah, or well, it's they had you
0: do, Go ahead.
3: Uh, it's either you, that you do make it, and you freaking get sent down the back down to minor leagues, and you can't make it out again, and whatnot. Just kind of like how uh, what is it? One of the pitchers I want to say it was against uh, the Astros that one year, and he never um. When they were banging on the freaking trash cans, and he never came back up. Uh, came back oh, up. the yeah. uh, uh, closer dude.
0: You know what I'm dude. talking about? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't. It was it, like it wasn't. Was it McCulloch, that tall, skinny dude? Yeah. McCulloch or like Fear Fires or something? Yeah. And he yeah. was like telling the the he was telling AJ Hinge like fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Gone. It's just
3: yeah. It's just stuff like that. You're disposable. Yeah. Like every everybody's freaking uh, replaceable, and that's the thing that. I don't know, this workforce and people applying for jobs and stuff need to realize, like, you get replaced any single day of the week, man. Yeah.
0: Well, there's, see, this there's... is interesting because of, like, what's going on with, like, the whole COVID thing and, like, the unemployment. Like, that might have been the tune pre-COVID, but, like, here yeah. in Portland and Oregon, like, everybody has a hiring sign. Everybody's offering like a bonus, you know, like get past the three month probation period and you get a thousand dollars or you get two thousand dollars or whatever. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like what has it been like? Because like you're like I've, you know, talked to you about it and how you have guys that will be good and then they just don't show up, don't have a phone number, you know. (laughs) So like now, what is it like?
3: I, I deal with the gritty. I mean, I deal with people that, I mean... Not everybody is that bad, but I mean, not necessarily the majority, but I would say half. I'd say half the people that I work with uh, that are staffed under me, like it's just one thing or the other. Um, but past COVID, it's been a little bit it's been a little bit harder to actually find people out there because everybody wants to sit on unemployment right now, and I mean, I've put out tons of job postings. Um, I want to say for ZipRecruiter at least, I've I had this one ZipRecruiter post out for like 30 days, only had like one person apply, and it's just like, all right, there's there's something a little bit wrong because I'd at least get the average day like person with the, that doesn't have an experience apply. I maybe get like maybe 15 to 20 that'll apply yeah. after 30 days, and now it's just gone to where nobody.
0: Yeah, for your guys' company, like, do you have to pay to use like these like ads?
3: Yep. Yep. And we paid. Yeah, we pay to use the ad. We're on subscription with uh, Indeed and ZipRecruiter and whatnot. I mean, I personally not not trying to boast Indeed, but I like Indeed a lot better just because you get a little bit more legit people. ZipRecruiter is just kind of it's kind of this down this down the other, but at least with Indeed you get to like boaster up like a resume it helps you create a resume indeed for um for people that are trying to apply and whatnot
2: for
3: free yeah create yeah and i mean right now it's just it's tough i went from i went from covid being hey man i don't have any work for you like i can't can't put you on any job just because of covid and now it's just like hey who do you know (laughs) Can I can I get a cousin? Has he has he done manual labor before? Like <laughs> this is this, this is what we're this is what we're dealing with. Like I've had contractors tell me like if they installed a TV like mounted a TV in their uh, in their house before, I'll take them. Like, <laughs> that's how bad it's it's honestly getting. Um, Do you know how, how to find a right
0: stud in a wall? <laughs> I'm a yeah, stud. I'm on a yeah. wall. <laughs> <laughs> Boom.
1: Well, I'm on the other end of that, and uh, I've worked manual labor for the past year, and it's easy to see why people just don't last, or especially people my age. I mean, I haven't... I've come across a couple people, but they're going to school at the same time for whatever their trade is, but Mm -hmm. it's just shit work. Like, it's it's not enjoyable, necessarily. Like, I don't know if people enjoy hanging up duck work, but I'm not one of those people.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, luckily, like um, this is what what I like to put it to new people coming into the industry, especially like uh, high school kids. Um, I mean, low voltage is basically like structure cabling. So what that means is it's pretty much like the veins of a building. It's mm-hmm. like you have to run cable to these devices, and they need to be powered up by um, powered up by. Uh, Uh, buy these cables and whatnot so like these guys are running cables to like security cameras like uh, door access like whenever you put like your card on a door and it opens it up those are the guys that i i'm hiring um i'm hiring for
0: so because high voltage is like all the underground stuff and above above unless you're working at like yeah like a facebook with like their servers and they're dealing with like a lot of those fucking like crazy fiber optics. yeah fiber optics there we go
3: yeah fiber optics is still fiber optics is still considered low voltage it's just a uh, different it's very it's uh it's a little bit more sensitive than the, than the typical like copper cable so copper cables like cat5 cat6 and there's fiber optics which is a little bit more uh which you deal with when it comes down to like uh comp like guys that deal with comcast and like it and um and plugging in your what is it your modems and um, your cable boxes and whatnot like those those that that's typically fiber but um where was i going with this so i mean basically like that that's what well, I you're saying you
0: can't just... find like people or well, you you're were talking about when you're explaining like at least high school kids you know yeah. like hey this is just like stuff you could do like within your house like have you ever plugged in your playstation you know has an outlet yeah. ever gone bad
3: yes yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's what I love with it. So basically when it comes down to like kind of explaining like a high school kid, like I thought I would never like be in this industry before. But if somebody were to actually talk about this with me, especially like with a skilled trade and whatnot, like it's just it's so much better than just fucking doing manual labor. It's so much better because it's an actual skilled trade that you're going to carry on throughout the rest of uh, throughout the rest of your life. And that's why I'm like trying to get a little bit more exposure on like the skilled trades just because it's typically dying because nobody actually really knows about this stuff like journeyman electricians man they make like 36 38 bucks an hour if you and all you have to do to do is go to school um do school for like four years and you're making that that amount of money
0: that's not even government work yeah no yeah that's Yeah. yeah that's not even the uh what is it prevailing wage
3: yeah, uh, I have a guy that's working at Denver Public Library right now making like 51 dollars yep. an
2: hour. And
0: well, I, well, electricians like uh, most trades have a union, which yeah. I can see the benefits of a union. I see like I feel like uh, the benefits of the union far outweigh the cons. If you have enough people
3: it,
1: it well really because like you get
0: a you get a lawyer right so if something happens on the job you know like you have your union hall so if you don't like one job you can go to your union director and they can put you on another job um what is it i mean the, the worst thing about it yeah you get automatic raises they vote on the raises um the one shitty part is like when it's a union it's like that kind of like liberal thing where like everyone's the same so like one guy's working hard and like other guys are just standing there watching Mm -hmm. because they're all going to pay the same regardless
3: yeah i mean typically the guys that i see come out of the union like wanted to get out of the union just because of how it was it might be a little different in colorado so i can't really speak about it just from the just from the experiences of the guys that i talked to it seemed like they wanted to get out of it just because like it didn't really seem like they had that greater representation with uh with the union lawyer or whatever it is that you're talking about chance yeah and it's just like it's either my way or, or you're going to be sin at home and- yeah
0: well and i don't i forget because like my buddy like a guy that i was a roommate roommate with roommates with he was he's an electrician uh-huh. and so um you know he i would talk to him about it i was like well you know like i it's kind of weird that, you know, you would be in a union, and he was like, yeah, you know, it's, like, good and it's bad. He's like, but for the most part, it's, like, it's pretty good, but I can't remember if, like, because it's, like, oh, like, IBEW 447, you know, in Oregon. Like, I can't remember if they're kind of, like, chapters across the country. Yeah, you know, so, like, like like frats, but, like, each one is a little difference, like, has a, Uh a little bit of a difference, or, you know, so, like, maybe, yeah, maybe, like, the one here is good, but like the one in Texas sucks ass because they have shitty lawyers or they just have a different.
3: Yeah, it's just typically who you work for, man, and that's the biggest thing about working for a company is just not not many people quit just because of the work. It's who your managers are, you know? right? And and just being in the position that I am, that's the reason why. Like a lot of people, uh, we have a lot of people working for us is just because me and Juan, I mean, we're decent human beings and we don't talk corporate and that's the biggest thing like they like people need to know like you're still a human being at the end of the day and you're you're dealing with blue collar workers you're not dealing you're you're dealing with just regular people and that you need to talk to them like regular people sometimes and try to get try to get the try to help them get their shit together honestly
0: yeah well you kind of had brought up uh what is it kind of like the modern day slavery thing
3: oh yes so um staffing agencies I, i i use it very jokingly just because it's 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 kind of a funny connection between everything and it's just like so what we do here is we get a bunch of guys and we go ahead and we sell them off to different contractors and we list like we we list off like what they can do and we give them uh we give them a price for how much power that they're gonna be charged but on the end of it we do pay them so it's not necessarily slavery. but i and they, and they
0: get to choose you know they get to choose like hey i am looking for work what can you do for me uh i mean i that is like you know a sports agent. You know the sports agent is doing the same thing. Um, your yeah. your insurance agent. You know all of these little kind of uh, middlemen, if you would. Yeah. So to speak.
3: I mean, I mean we're middlemen, and I mean our biggest thing is just trying to find people full time opportunity. I mean my girlfriend, she um, she went through a staffing agency, and now she's full time with it. And we're just stepping stones, man. I'm just trying to give people opportunity, just to just that like the opportunity I was given back in the day. Like I mean they didn't have um the the other staffing agency I worked for they didn't have to hire me, but luckily, I had one in my back order kind of kind of pushing that along, and I was just pretty much just blessing the the position I got just because of people that I had around me and whatnot so I mean it it's as long as you freaking work hard man and just put your nose to the grind and do everything that you can don't give anybody a reason for them to fire you that i mean you'll have the battle's
0: just showing up to work yeah well i mean that's like what fucking college was like you show up you're probably gonna pass yeah yeah and some people couldn't figure that out
3: well, that's what—that's—I mean—I I, want to say that's all school taught us was show up, and you're you're doing better than the <laughs> the majority of everybody else.
1: Right, you probably won't and, be the boss, but you're not going to get fired.
3: <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get fired as long as you show up every day. But I mean, it's just like it, it's just—it's mind-boggling because it's just the same excuses. I didn't—I didn't—I didn't have money—money uh, money for gas. Do you do you not understand that you need to make money in order to fill up your car every day? Like, is that cigarettes? It, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just like, don't I? I, I mean, I mean, when I first fucking came out here, man, I I I had to take the bus everywhere, and I was and it was winter time, and I I would have to be sitting in negative seventy degree weather on the bus just waiting for this damn motherfucker to come along. Oh well, shit, sometimes in the yeah. summer it
0: could just all of a sudden start dumping snow in Colorado and <laughs> you're waiting for the fucking bus.
3: Yeah, and it's just like, so what you mean to tell me is you can't make it to such and such place and I, and I can do it. Like, why can't I do it and you, and you can't do it with a car? Like, why can't you find out a way to actually get your ass to work to actually make some money? And that's the one of the biggest struggles that I have to... <sighs> go ahead and coincide with but i let everybody know through the hiring process I, I let them know my i let them know my story just because that's my managerial style i let them know that i'm not going to accept these reasons for you to miss work and make me look bad because at the end of the day if your ass doesn't show up i look bad for it
2: Contact right so how talent, does that
0: yeah how does that work you know in, in a occupation like that uh i've actually wondered this uh a few times is that, like, what, what is it that, like, makes you look bad? Like, what makes it that puts you on the hot seat? And you're like, well, fuck, man, if I don't get my act together, you know, like, what is, what is it that's going to, like, really get you fired, you know, doing your actual job? Not saying, like, you sexually harassed Susan in HR or, you know, like, you know, something Bring, a gun. bring a gun? Right, so you know, bring like. Bring a gun? Yeah. <laughs> that's
3: a, that's, that's a true story. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Uh, so you're talking about like for
0: the people i hire no for you right So like you you're sitting and you're
3: hiring like you you put up
0: your yeah you put your like zip recruiter ad up and you only get one guy and you're like so you're not even putting guys out there and the company's like hey drew you know you're not putting workers out there in the field you know we're we're probably gonna have to go a different way you know like you have like you have like a month to turn it around like what is it like what is the metric of failure
3: so with me and my company I'm with right now, I, I mean, I get free range as
0: long as I'm putting out
3: numbers. I mean, they leave me alone. They leave me alone, alone. And that's the biggest thing that I will always treasure when it comes down to working for this company, because I know what the fuck I'm doing and don't, you don't have to micromanage me. You don't have to do anything. Just let me be, and let me know what I need to do, uh, do for HR and stuff like that. And I'll be fine. I'll let, I'll, I'll let you make your money. Uh, you'll be making money off of My hard work. And that's it. Um, The company that I was working with before, though, I mean, they were micromanaging, and that's one of the reasons why I left. Um, It was just you had to make 50 calls a day, 250 a week. And sometimes, man, like, you don't get people applying, and you don't get, like... You you have to run around the numbers at the same fucking uh, the same fucking numbers every time, see, uh, seeing if they work uh, if they're working and whatnot. And people fucking get annoyed at that. And you're constantly have to making these calls and you constantly have to bothering people. And it's just like man, like I I ended up like true sorry. I ended up like calling like fucking disconnecting numbers just because just to get them off my fucking back because mm. I because I had to meet a metric and I so I'm wasting my time. My, my valuable time, just to, just to hit a metric, like, no. Like, I know how to fucking do my job. I made your company fucking half a mil in one year just as a recruiter. So what I'm telling you is just let me do what I need to do to make you money. And if I'm making you money, that's all that should matter at the end of the day. It's not how – not, it's not shouldn't be – if I'm making calls, it shouldn't be if – How many interviews I have coming in and whatnot. As long as I'm making you money, that's all that should matter.
0: And my man, dude, I I just I just witnessed my buddy Drew have like this huge like personal growth development, you know, because (laughs) uh, you know, he went from you know collegiate athlete, no prior work experience, you know, to like oh. Yeah. How the fuck am I going to make it to like now he like understands the game like he you've you've you understand like your value.
3: Yeah. And I know exactly what I need to do. And thankfully for that credit consulting company that I was working with, like I know how to I know how I have to get to the gap now. I know how to talk to people. I know how to just kind of break the ice because fucking Selling people fucking credit repair and asking for their credit card information and social security number over the phone—that shit sucked. That, that <laughs> was like that. I had I had some guy like talk. Uh, basically, he was like, "Oh, you want my social security number? All right, here it is." S U C K my dick and just click on <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> dude, yes. I. I and, and so at, at this credit consulting company, I was only making like 11 bucks an hour working on 16th Street Promenade or 16th Street out in Denver and you had to pay for parking. And parking was like 20 bucks a day. And me and Juan had to do that. Me and Juan had to do that every single day. And, and fucking, I had, to, I had to sling. I had to do some dirty shit just to get, some, uh, just to get sales. Not stuff that was illegal, but like, when it came down to talking to old people, I was the best at, it. because typically old people would, they just needed somebody to talk to. So if you talk about them with the fucking weather, what they're doing with their day, what their fucking hobbies are. They'll buy your, pro- they'll buy whatever you're fucking at them. And that's what, and that's what made my bills. Because I, fucking, I had to pay rent. It was either my money or their money. <laughs> so, it was it. was like I couldn't. I didn't have a backup plan. I couldn't go back home to California. Right. I couldn't. I couldn't do any of that. So, I. It sucks because, like, dude, I I sold some dude that was, that was an amputee, and was hopped up off a of morphine. I I sold him a package, and, and, <laughs> I will always remember the story just because his his credit, mind you, was was screwed so below 620 is when you're flagged as a high risk
2: that doesn't seem that low that is
0: fucked
3: (laughs) yeah he had a 580 credit score
0: yeah especially since 720 is good you're like wait that's not yeah Yeah. you're telling me like a 60 point difference is gonna fuck me over
3: yeah yeah so um this dude had it was crazy because he was an amputee. He used to own his own business. He had a five eighty credit score, and that's because he had close to a million dollar mansion. He had three cars. He had a seven hundred thousand dollar credit limit. I will never forget this uh, this credit report, and it was because he got his leg amputated. He couldn't pay for all of it his lifestyle anymore. Right. You. You live this type of lifestyle, and that's why I was very hesitant in getting credit in the first place <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> was because, like, if I don't have anything coming in, I still have to pay this shit off or I, I get fucked like these people that I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them have the same story. They divorcees, just just people that have been through the fucking shit, man. And it, it's it sucked just because I was a vulture just basically <laughs> – <laughs> uh, picking, at yeah. <laughs> picking up the bones. Picking up the
1: bones. See, there's, there's
0: and... still a little meat left on there. Let me, <laughs> yeah. let me get my beak wet real quick.
3: And the and the fucked up part too was like it, the our days, like uh our days where we had the biggest sales was uh the first of the month because that's when everybody got um
0: Paying.
2: their
3: welfare yeah, welfare yeah. checks. Yeah, was it welfare? And the third, of was, like, the third of the month was like uh, social security or something like that. And those were the days where we got fucking uh, where we would uh, uh, where we'd get our most sales. And it's because we're fucking scraping the bottom of the barrel for these people, and they would only pay for like maybe one or two months, and that was it. But honestly, it was doing that like prepared me to be good at my job that i'm at so sometimes and this is for everybody that's listening sometimes you have to go through the fucking shit to get that experience
0: oh i would and, i i hundred percent disagree i would say you have to like yeah. you have to. you it's like a i always use the video game analogy like you don't just like start playing the game and you get to fight the final boss and then it's like oh game open you're like yeah yeah i did it like no man you gotta fucking grind
3: yeah, and that and that's the thing with this culture nowadays is nobody wants to grind anymore.
0: Like,
3: I fucking remember having to go to Walmart and eat, eating
0: dollar frozen
3: meals every day because that's... Dude, we what used, we used to
0: go to fucking Costco rent. and get those dollar hot dogs. Yeah. And, and we're like, oh, man, we got three bucks? Let's go get two hot dogs and one of them fucking Sundays.
3: Yeah, you want to go bust the mission real quick? We'll go to the gas station.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs>
3: dude, like it it was just, it just mind boggles me because everybody thinks that they're, they're, they're owed something when nobody owes you shit.
0: Well, that's because you see, you've had so many of these young people become like uh what is it like viral stars overnight? Because like one, one, you know, their Instagram took off or their YouTube channel took off or, you know, some video of them went viral and they're like, Oh, see, that could happen to me. That could be happening to me. I was like, well, in a way they're kind of in the shit. Like, it's the same thing with like a baseball player who's like, yeah, I'm going to make the league, you know, like this could be my day that I just pitch a perfect right. game and, you know, I get the call up, uh, but you know that you have to grind. And I can't remember Austin, if we talked about this or not, but, and in, in reality people are more in love with the hunt than like the actual kill. Right. Because like you spend uh think about like Tom Brady, you right. know, like, he loves going to, like, practice. He loves watching film. He loves the X's and O's. Like, the game is just such a small portion. Like, the win is just a, such a right, small it's, portion. It's and then like the
1: journeying at the destination.
0: Yeah, and then, like, when he wins, he's like, like, well, we're on to the next one. You know, I can't wait to prepare for Jacksonville. Yeah. Which well,
1: they're probably man. not looking forward to this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right?
0: No, fucking, uh, what's his nuts cut his mullet so he could be thinking, he could have his head on his shoulders. Oh, no, Trevor Lawrence is the quarterback. No, that's Garmin shoe. He's not even yeah. on that
3: team, I don't think. He's back up. Is he? I'm he was
0: he's on the, the Broncos or something. No, that's where Aaron Rodgers is going. But uh, anyway, it's uh, the the grind, you know. Like I, I would say, like you, you know, doing that that what you were calling like dirty work,
2: yeah. and
0: like you have to you have to know what you don't like. Yeah. You know, and, you can't because like what you think you like or you think you love, you get there and you're like, Oh, I don't like this. I should have, you know, did like this on a smaller scale because otherwise, yeah. you get like this guy who, you know, some of these people who uh only were going one way, they put all their eggs in one basket, something happened, life happens, and next thing you know, everything's getting repossessed, they become an alcoholic, they're in, can't afford rehab, they're a bum on the street,
3: they're ass out, and that's the one thing I, I always say is just don't be ass out always always cover your tracks always like always have a fucking backup plan man
0: diversify and... your bonds <laughs>
3: invest in the crypto yeah <laughs> no nah, but no nah, man it's just i don't know like all this and i'm not saying i'm successful or anything but man i'm making more than my fucking parents ever made dude and it's like just coming from Southside Santa Monica, like living with, in a in a two bedroom with three bro, or two other brothers and whatnot, and being able to kind of like look back and like know where I kind of came from and, and not necessarily like that leap that I had to take, which was fucking uncomfortable as shit. Um,
0: well, yeah, cause you only had one I'm out at. there, you know, you didn't have family, you didn't have, you know, other yeah. friends. It was just like showing up on someone's doorstep and being like, adopt me.
3: Yeah. And it's, it's fucked just because I don't, I don't, I didn't, I never had a backup plan. This was it. And it's either I make it or I don't. And that's one of the biggest things that kind of drove me was not having that backup plan, because guess what? I I feared, I I feared failure and fear. It's, it's not good a lot, but fear actually helped me and drove me into where i'm at right now because i didn't want to be just be on the corner because if i didn't if i didn't make my sales if i if i only made 400 bucks one or uh within a uh two pay uh two week paycheck if i only made that i wouldn't have enough money for food right so i had to hustle i had to get all i had to do all that and now I'm fucking living in a goddamn gated community out at Highlands Ranch right now, and Dude, I get to look. Folks. I yes, yeah, I get to fucking look outside, and I get to appreciate every all the hard work I fucking did, all the all the shit I had to fucking eat, and and go through. And now I'm able to actually have this where I fuck. I I go to fucking Coors Field to watch baseball games, and I never did that as a kid. I maybe went to Dodger Stadium, maybe twice or three times just because my parents couldn't afford it yeah so so it's i mean and this is what i'm telling everybody like it's just, it's, why accept failure when success is free yeah why 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 not do why not be the best at what you do if you're going to fucking do something be the best at it or at least try to
1: so it's interesting because um Squint, or chance and i had talked about this a couple weeks ago on how to develop that mentality. And we had kind of, you know, formulated the idea of like sports really drives that attitude. You, know, you yeah. don't want to be the worst baseball team. You don't even want to be the worst baseball player on the field. I mean, yeah. even the suckiest player on the team, you want to be better than that guy. You don't want to be the last player. I mean, yeah. sometimes you'd settle for the second to last player, but you never would want to be that last guy. And so, you know, e- each individual sport has an aspect of it's it's like collecting the like the infinity stones almost. It's like, well, you can kinda of learn this from this and you can learn this from this, but there's a really big overarching like mentality game that any and all sports teach you. I mean, even if it's like poker, it's like you're just trying to like mentally move around and you're not gonna just be satisfied with oh, I lost that hand, you know, you're gonna be right back in there and I mean granted that's probably driven by more than just, you know, wanting to win but not lose
0: yeah, yeah and the only problem with like the you know i would say kind of like this younger generation coming up is that we as a society have made it like when i was a kid right you get like most improved you know most valuable player you know most inspirational like you were actually acknowledged for mr. a hustle. certain thing you know yeah like mr hustle you know i you know iron man but um you know now it's like well we're not going to do that because you know that's harmful to other children's egos or uh, harmful to other children's development and it's all like how what <laughs> what
3: yeah. how, how is it how is teaching your kid a fucking lesson harmful that you actually have to fucking try yeah it, it's it it, it it's mind, it, it's honestly mind boggling and it's just like this soft culture where we need to accept Except,
0: well no well look at it now like it's made it into the adult ranks where it's all like oh we're gonna extend unemployment you know everyone needs to be getting paid you know everybody you know so you don't really have to work or you don't really have to do this and it's just like you know this is what happens when you take something on a small scale and like okay well everybody gets the trophy and t-ball and then you put put it into like the larger societal scale and like this is what you're left
3: Yeah. Well, th- that, that creates no innovation. That's socialism. It creates no innovation. It creates no push for for better. And if that was a fucking case, I mean, we'd still be – what is it? I mean, we'd still be fucking reading books by candlelight if that was a fucking case.
0: Well, yeah. Well, and the, the other thing that I really hate that a lot of people are – especially younger kids are – you know saying oh well you know it's capitalism's fault no it's the fact that you don't know like a life of moderation you know you cry you get something you cry again you get another thing like there's no one there's no need for you to go and buy like a hundred dollar t-shirt well it's capitalism driving the market no it's you it's you that's driving the market you're the consumer yeah I if mean, you don't buy it, they ha- it's supply and demand. Like, that's how it fucking works. So if you don't buy it, they have to lower their price.
1: Right. Look at yeah. Champion. They were like a Walmart brand, and now it's like 100 bucks for a sweatshirt.
3: Uh, uh, one, one or like Fila. That, well, one famous quote that I had back when I was working, uh, working back in credit was like, you can change somebody's credit score, you can't change their buying habits. Exactly. It's fucking, it's ridiculous.
0: It's just like. Well, that's like when we were watching Ballers and The Rock was all like, never buy anything that's depreciating value. Yeah. There's no need. Right? You go buy I the know. Jordans, you go buy the new exclusive release Jordans for like 250 You can't resell them for 250
3: Yeah. It depreciates. Yeah. And you
0: might be able to sell them for like 100 bucks. You lost $150. Uh, unless it's like a limited
1: drop, you could sell it for more, but.
3: That's yeah. if you don't wear
1: them. Yeah. yeah,
3: but no, nobody's teaching. Nobody's teaching them that. Everybody, and that's the thing when it comes down to social media is like everybody's pushing the envelope. Where it's just like, fucking live your best life, do what you, do what you feel right is, and stuff like that. But sometimes you need to fucking check yourself. And am like, dude, do I really fucking need this? Right. Like, I, I I honestly still have shoes that I've had for like five years. Ever since I moved out here. And yeah. and, it's, and it's because I'm not going to – I don't need to buy anything else.
0: Yeah. There's no holes in them. Well, yeah, but there's a, but that's another thing. It's a, like we're so used to like, oh, we bought it. You don't know how to take care of anything either, right? Yeah. Like, oh, well, my mom used to clean my shoes or like my dad used to like tie my tie or, you know, whatever. Like, man the fuck up, right. know? You know, like wash your dishes. You know, vacuum your goddamn living room. You know, like whatever. Like, like, like you don't have to keep buying new shoes or not. You know, new pants or new. You know, like if you want to wear like the all whites. You know, like scrub them up. Yeah. there's well, fucking I mean, YouTube.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean my my parents lived very. I mean we. I mean we 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 didn't live in a bad household, but I mean we were generally like lower middle class and whatnot. And I remember like. After every, like, McDonald's run, they would be like, take napkins. Take more napkins. Just because we don't have to buy napkins <laughs> from the store. And that would save us, like, what? Like, $3, $4 a roll or whatever?
0: Well, you got, like, you, a household with, like, three boys, man. That probably so- saved you guys, like, fucking 30 bucks.
3: Yeah, exactly. And it's just, like, we, we, lived, we lived within our means. And not a lot of people know how to budget. Not a lot of people know how to know, know anything about finances, know how to th- anything about investing. Everything has to be kind of, you have to learn it through by yourself. And unfortunately, there's no exposure for that, but I mean, that's, well, that's, that's like the not- college
0: system where it's like, well, I want to learn about like, you know, financials. Oh, well, you have to be a finance major. Well, yeah. what if I want to like go into like criminology, you know, or I want I want to go into, uh, you know, be a physical therapist, but I still want to know like interest rates. You know, I still want to know like how the housing system works. You know, like, well, you can be like a, what is it? The, the It can be your minor. Well, then that's going to yeah, be like yeah. another like $80,000. You know, like the fuck, man. Yeah. And see, I mean, that's like, I-, I can see that like where capitalism is bad, it's like you're, you know, it's like you're forced to pay for something because they're withholding it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know like what's well, the number one rule of being successful? You don't do it for free.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I mean yeah, this capitalism at finest. and I mean I don't know. It's, it's just uh, these kids to all you kids out there that are listening to this coming into this workforce, man, you just have to be hungry, dude. You you just have to you'll get to places and it might not happen in a year, it might not happen in two years. Just know the difference between when you're getting fucked over by a company from, from being fucked over from a company, whereas to wait for the right time and opportunity.
0: Yeah, yeah I would feel that there's two starting points. Either you're right where you're, right where you're talking about, because we've talked about this, like going after like, things that you need versus things that you want. Yeah. So you're, you're at this point where you're like, I need this job. Right, you're hungry. Like I need this job. Like I don't have anywhere else to go. I'm gonna put all my eggs in this basket. Like the second point is, you've already established your value, and you're like, look, I really, you know, like I know what I bring to the table, and I'm not gonna let you, you know, I need I need this job. I want this job, you know, and I know who I am as a as as a worker and what I'm gonna bring to the table, and if that, you know, so you need to figure out how to make it work. Yeah, like yeah. you need to figure out how to make it work. You need to tell me why I should work for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Well, that was a conversation we had had um, a couple months ago now, and I mean, mm-hmm. all it took was like that one time, and I'm like, damn, you make a good point.
2: <laughs> yeah, you
1: know, right, sometimes like, a, it just like makes, well, like, like, like introspection, just like what yeah. am I
0: t- similar to Drew's story, like the guy that got me to do the counseling job. You know, I was like, uh, well, you know, I'm. I don't have any interest in it. He's like, no, you're going to to be really good at it. You used to coach like kids and stuff like that. And so, you know, when I really thought about what I brought to the table, you know, and I was just like, well, you know, I don't have a background in this, you know, professionally. But then when I went through that uh, board interview, I was like, look it, I'm a clean slate. You know, I don't have, you know, I'm not going to question your authority. I'm not going to question, you know, how your methodology or how you run your system here. Like you can mold me into whatever you want. Like I'm one of the best candidates you're going to get. You know, I do have, you know, prior experience in like coaching and, you know, recognizing kids from, and like the volunteer work that we did down there in fucking the MLB Academy. Yeah. Uh, You know, and like recognizing kids that are like either high risk or low risk, you know, that have problems outside of sports um you know so like so really like why would i want to work for you like what are you going to do for me if i know what i can do for you yeah and then they're like oh well you uh we weren't expecting that and i was like okay we'll get back to me yeah and they're like we really want you to come on (laughs)
3: yeah and i mean so this is what they usually do in call centers is like uh what is it like it's not fitting the herd, but it's just, like, constantly having people coming in just because, like, once you've actually been through it and you know, like, what you're doing and whatnot, and you start wisening up, like, dude, I need to get fucking paid more for this shit.
2: <laughs> like,
3: I, I I need to get paid more for all the fucking shit that I'm doing right now. and And that's when they'll go ahead and as soon as you raise your hand or cause a peep or whatever, that's when they get rid of you. And that's what ends up happening in a lot of call centers. It's like, fuck, like if, if it, once, once your brand's making new, you, you don't know anything, you start getting adjusted to it. And then you start seeing the bigger, bigger picture. It's just like, Oh, they're, they're fucking, they're really just kind of underselling me here. They're, they're really taking advantage of me for all the work that I'm doing right now. And it's just the unknowing, and that's why I bring up just like know when you're getting fucked over, (laughs) and know when you just need to buy your time and kind of wait out.
0: Well, I would let's let's put it in like a different terminology. Like if you start feeling that you're bringing value, right? You get to the point, you know, and you you got in your level entry, you know, you're getting your experience, you're getting your momentum. And all of a sudden you realize, like, wow, man, like, I I really do do a lot. It's Mm -hmm. no one, you know, it's not a death sentence if you start putting out some feelers, you know, like just on your own time, seeing some other places that you're interested in. And if they go, hey, you know, we really like what you do. This is what we offer you. And you're like, okay, I need to put in my two weeks. You know, like, is that going to be fine? Oh, we need somebody right now. Okay, obviously not the right time uh, to do that, you know uh you know but somebody's like yeah well you know we'll give you two weeks we respect that and you know we can't wait to have you on board then you know but like don't sit there and get like this like bitter attitude like if you have a way to like alleviate that by just okay let's test the market let's see if i feel if i'm as worth as much as i feel that i am
3: yeah put yourself out there
0: yeah Honest. you go out there and everyone's all like dude you're kind of a dick And you're like okay maybe i'll just stay here <laughs> well it's the <laughs> tough still-
1: thing too because it It's like you almost grow complacent. So you might be like, you might be getting overpaid and you're just used to, you know, doing what you're doing. And then you try to go into something where you're like, oh, well, I feel I need to be paid more. And you go into that new job. And then you can't be complacent with, you know, you're not going to last. So all of a sudden you're going to have to do that whole process all over again. So I feel like sometimes people just don't do it.
0: Well, yeah, because that's a good point because like complacency is, um, I feel that, well, yeah, like the comfort, the complacency, it it, it is a trap. It's like, you know, probably like number three, I would say number two, if not number one, is a lot of people view confrontation as an argument, right? right? Like confrontation is conflict. It's like, okay, well, first of all, you're using like confrontation. Like if you feel that you're worth more, give your employer the chance, Right. Like have a conversation, not a confrontation. Right. Yeah. You know, so like, hey, are we going to do employee review soon? Um, I would like to talk to some, you know, talk about some things or you guys don't have employee reviews. It's just like, hey, um, you know, I, I'd like to talk to you, boss. Um, you know, so whenever is a good time and you just go and you, you just state your case, you know, you just say like, OK, well, I want this to be a conversation. I feel that I'm pretty valuable now uh i've done you know this 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 i've made you this you know x amount of money uh what are what else would i have to do to like you know get a raise you know well you know like you're capped out okay fair enough i'm gonna put some feelers out there
2: yeah
0: and
3: honestly man it's that's a lot better than some of the people that Want to raise when they talk oh, to me.
0: Yeah, we'll ask you, like, if someone was uh yeah, like <laughs> ask you, like what would be the best way someone would should approach, it? like you, for example.
3: I mean, it honestly, it's just like, hey man, like I've been doing like, don't expect to raise after fucking three weeks. I'm sorry.
0: Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I well, like cold blooded over there.
3: Yeah, and I tell everybody as soon as they jump in the game, like I explain to them how staffing agents. Hey, so we got, um, we set yourself up with a contract to contract to hire positions. So we have uh, reviews after every project that you do complete uh, uh, if the company doesn't take you on full term, because as a staffing agency, we have a contract with the, with the contractor saying this person is getting paid this much. This mm-hmm. is what we're charging you for. It. And it gets a little bit sticky when the guy wants a raise in between a contract. hmm. So it's either we have to eat out our end, or the contractor is like, "Oh, okay, we'll we'll pay more since he's doing great for us, this and the other." So when you ask for a for a raise in my field, I think it's a little bit difficult just because. I have to be putting you on another project with a different contractor in order to get that raise for you, because I can't do it in between the same contract. So let's say I'm, um, you're with X right now, and that contract ends, I can get you over to Y, um, and I can pay you more just because it's a different contract. Does right. That well, make the, sense? So the contract like, okay. situation makes sense.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. okay, let's say... Uh, let, let me see if I'm understanding this. I'm going to be a, a mock employee of yours, you know, one of those hoodlums up the it. street. But I'm, but I'm getting my act together. Uh, you know, hey, hey Drew. Um, you know, I've been using you for, like... I've been using your staffing agency for, like, a year. Uh, you put me on some really good uh, projects. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to be hired, like, full-time, you know, which I was really hoping to accomplish, you know, in this past year. I I really need to you know, there's goals of mine that I've been trying to accomplish. Like, how can I get put on a contract that's going to be, like, a higher-paying job? Like, I have a good record with everybody. You know, I've been, you know, diligent. I've showed up. You know, I've done everything you've asked. Like, what are my chances of getting on, like, better-paying jobs, better-paying contracts?
3: So, basically, man, I mean, what's going to end up happening is, I mean, so so when you say, it's a little bit difficult when you say it like that chance just because if, <laughs> the con- if, if no if they keep sending you back to us there's a reason for it uh, it's either you sucked and they didn't want to fucking tell you or their their contract just ended so I would I, I would have to honestly frame it up as okay but like would it make
0: a difference like if-, if you If you were good,
3: you would have got hired on with those other
2: contractors.
0: No, but like, let's say, but like, let's say, like, cause like, uh, there was a span in Oregon where a lot of like, uh, I'll use construction, right? A lot of construction Uh companies ended up dying out, you know? So it was Uh just kind of like a bunch of guys were just trying to go to whatever construction company was like left and trying to get work. And I don't know if you go through a staffing agency, if your chances are higher of getting, uh, or yeah, higher of getting hired versus like, you know, you're just at home filling out your resume. And trying to do it yourself but like let's say like a lot of the contracts because you're like well i don't know who this guy is you know i know like these contracts are going to expire i'm just going to kind of like float him along you know float him along and then all of a sudden you're like well actually yeah you man i kind of thought you'd you know burn out or you know fizzle out um yeah let me put you with like a legitimate company or something like that Uh uh-huh like when is that like a realistic thing or is that so
3: i'm trying to understand your question so like
0: well because you said the problem with what i said is that i either suck or like that company's contract was ended, ended.
2: yeah
0: right so that's what i'm saying like if you keep trying to fill, like you know like there's like a couple contracts that are gonna because like you know a contract can be like three months six months so let's say i get put on two contracts where you know like the it's going to end after that right so i get put on two projects and it was just like okay well i didn't even know that you like who you were so i just kind of put you out there you know so so
3: if they're done with one project they'll move you over to another project is the Mm -hmm. thing so when a contractor is using one of our one of our guys um they they will keep them rolling for three to six months or 640 hours that's our contract um, in order to, for when they do hire them on full-time.
0: All so, right. All right. We'll, okay. I'll do it a different way. I'll do it a different way. I won't, I won't be, I'll be that. I work with, uh, your company. Okay. I work within your company. Like, you know, you hired me, uh, to be like your assistant or something like that. Okay.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: okay. And I'm like, like, okay. Hey man, We've, we don't, we don't know each other. Yes. Okay. So we don't, don't know each other in this example you know, hey, man, I've been your assistant for like the last two years. It's been really fun. I've learned a lot. Uh, I feel like I'm doing a good job because you haven't fired me. However, I'm a little bit more ambitious than being like your sidekick. You know, I'd like to know what like the next step is to, you know, get above this. Like, do I have, you know, is there room for me to like earn more money? Why? I think I would use like, is there a room for me to like move up the scale and potentially earn more money? Or is this kind of a uh, situation that is like, it just kind of ends here?
3: No. So basically, I mean, what we can do is we can actually, actually have you start uh, a recruiting. We can start having you do interviews and we can, um, when our bosses come in for, um, for the yearly review, we can go ahead and assess it that way and pay you accordingly for it. But as long as you keep doing a good job, if you do a good job when it comes down to hiring people and getting them in here and getting them all paperwork, then we will accommodate for it.
0: And is that something that I will have to like learn on myself, or do you guys kind of put me through like a training session?
3: I'll let you know exactly what you need to know.
0: Okay. (laughs) Oh, that is (laughs) ass. Well, my my next question is like you know like when when are we looking to start up like in a month you know like I would like to be you know somewhat prepared or if it's is it going to be on a dime like either way I would like to be mentally prepared for when my opportunity is going to come.
3: So what will end up happening is we'll go ahead and I'll start training you next week, and I'll let the higher ups know that this is what we're doing with you and the progression that you go along with, and as soon as they come in for the assessment. We'll just accord it, uh, accord it that way. And we give you incentive. We, we'll, always gi- we'll always give you incentive because good workers are hard to find nowadays, unfortunately. And it's always like what I call it, like bait the carrot. So that's what I have to do on every, 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 single, every single buddy that wants to work for, work for me is bait the carrot, give them incentive, make them work harder. Hey, if you do a kick-ass job on this job, Hey, I'm gonna pay you more on the next one. It, you just have to show up every day, and this that, and the other. And if you don't fulfill it, I'm not gonna do it for you. So it gives them incentive to show up for work. And dealing with, for lack of better words, temps, it, it, they are more inclined to actually do that. It's the way you word stuff. It's the way you go about. It. It's the way you go about um, talking to people. And that's the hardest thing when it comes down to working and staffing is just the fly by night people. I mean, everybody's looking for good help nowadays and because we're a staffing agency and you get to test run somebody and not put them on your dime for it. So that workman's comp, if this get, if they get hurt that, that, um, uh, what is it? The health insurance, all that paperwork, you don't have to worry about it because you're staffing them through a staffing agency. Mm so it's a trial run it's like trying to it's trying to make a team and that's how i like to explain it to people it's like you're you're trying out for a team and at the end of the day i can only show you the door and you just have to walk through it, man i can't fucking take you to work every day
0: you know? <laughs> yeah but you see like how that that, conf- that confrontation is just a very it can be a very easy going conversation yeah you know there's nothing that's going to leave some sort of pathological term that leaves you scarred and why you have to like be like oh i can't you know i can't walk through that door it was just you know it's just, i just have so well, much anxiety about it like no you just have a lot of low self-esteem well you
3: know, it's, it's not only that <laughs> too. It, it's it's it if you're a good employee that will happen but it, it just sucks when like guys that think that they're doing better than what their actual work output is <laughs> it, it's just like oh, man we had this one guy dude and he did all the wrong things when it came down to hiring somebody he told them to lie on their medical history say that they that, say not to say that what is it you broke your back or something and you can't climb on ladders to be able to put somebody out to work. So that was yeah. So that was another subject I was gonna get into. Like surveys, like when you're applying for a job and stuff. We and <clears> HR <throat> looks at that. Yeah. So um so this one guy, for example, he he listed that he had a pre-existing medical condition and whatnot, and that our and our guy that was onboarding him texted him to lie on it. That way he gets passed by HR.
1: Were they buddies or just randos?
3: No, just ran- just a random fucking person he met. Like yeah, that just applied for a job.
0: Like, that guy's got... And like, you sit there and say like, on my resume I had to lie unfortunately. It,
3: yeah. yeah. And, and it was Coming back like,
0: full circle, like lie like, but lie kind of truthfully.
3: And we we got sued and we had to pay like ten grand or something out the pocket for this guy. So, yeah, it it ended up being a bigger a bigger problem just because he fucking told this guy to fucking lie on it.
2: So, so that'll get you fired.
3: That'll get you fired, and he wanted a raise after that. <laughs> uh, yeah. He wanted a raise after that, and I'm just like, dude, do you understand, like, you're not hiring anybody. You fucking costed us money for our branch, and...
0: He, well, I mean, he, is it something that you can get into details about, or... Um, what do you mean? Like... Well, I'm just saying, like, what, what? I mean, would he have any other reason? Like, was he doing good before that? Was he, you know, is, has he kind of done shitty shit before, like... I mean, I guess no. if he's fired, he's not with the company anymore, so...
3: Well, he quit. He ended up quitting just because we weren't going to give him raised, mm-hmm. And that's the, and that's pretty much the easiest way to kind of filter somebody out, is just let them quit on their own, because that way you don't have to pay unemployment if they quit. Mm-hmm. So that's what a lot of companies will do, typically, for when um, they want to get rid of somebody, is... Give him constantly. Give him the shit end of the stick.
1: <laughs> yeah, got real quick, real quick. If he's if he's smart.
3: Yeah, if he's smart, he would just end up quitting. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, going back to the, like the hiring process. So, there's a lot of things that we have to do as like when we're recruiting and hiring. We we cannot say like, for example, you can't ask you can't ask somebody for two forms of ID. Mm.
0: Because that's discriminatory. <laughs> Cause this is, what is a that topic that I was trying to get in with uh, Austin earlier, but yeah, I, yeah. The, the, the thought point was that, is it racist to assume that minorities or eth- other ethnicities that are not white, you know, uh, need that, you know, like that they need more, you know, federal or government help because they're not white. And I was like, well, you're talking about systematic injustice or systematic racism, and that's, like, it right there.
2: Like, oh, yep. well, you know, they're yep.
0: worse than us, so they need more money. They need more benefits. Oh, they only need, like, maybe half an ID. Yeah. Right.
3: No, that's that's pretty much where we're at right now, where we, like, you, it's the cancel... <laughs> I don't, I don't want to even say, like, the cancel culture, but, like, it's this whole process of like not trying to be discriminatory it's gotten to the point where it's just becoming kind of like so ridiculous that we're at the point where i mean you can't ask somebody for a driver's license because that's dis- uh, discriminatory just because what if they don't have a driver's license
1: right but you can assume they have a phone for like the the covid apps
3: yeah Mm-hmm. thousand
1: mm, dollar phones not a 30 dollar
0: license
3: yeah, and it's, I mean...
0: You're going to be working around machinery and other, like, mechanical things, and you can't operate a car.
3: Right. Well, and, that, <laughs> so that's, and that's why, like, a lot of companies like to put in surveys. So when you're answering surveys, don't, don't self-incriminate yourself. Like, if you said that you are... Don't, like, not to put the ends of the secrets, but don't say that you're on workman's comp. Because that's the biggest way for you not to get hired. Don't say that you fucking fell off a ladder, that you have back problems, and you, you can't... You, you have arthritis, and you can't fucking bend your fingers. Because you're not going to... It, you're honest. I love your honesty, but that's not what's going to get you hired, but
1: <laughs> Unless you're applying for police departments, you should probably tell them that you can't
0: move your fingers.
3: Yeah, Exactly. Oh, don't you, could be, you
0: could be like Dispatch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Whatever happened to that? Whatever happened to people going to Dispatch when they cause, like, I don't know, when they shoot somebody? That's sketch.
2: Does that
3: happen? Uh, yeah.
0: Well, like, I don't yeah, know. That's, like that's a ch- That's a great question for Austin, our resident criminal intelligence.
3: Like, why can't, like, we see all these movies about, like, somebody, like, Fuck who was it? It was in uh, the other guys with Mark Wahlberg. Like he fucking shoots Derek Cheater and he ends up fucking working behind the desk. Like right. Yeah. Like why can't it just be something as simple as that? Why like a guy like fucking Derek Chavie could go apply to different bureau uh different police departments and get a job somewhere else?
0: Yeah. Well I think I think the the only thing about that is that the media has plastered his face everywhere, you know, and that became such a huge thing that it's going to be kind of hard. I mean, that's like the same thing with like that one chick. Well, like any serial killer, you know, that gets off like George Zimmerman. Well, why can't he go be neighborhood watch over in like Montana? You know, like uh, probably yeah. because they yeah, they well, maybe they're like, why can't he be like, uh, you know, neighborhood watch in like L.A.? Well, they probably know who he is.
3: Yeah.
0: But, you know, it's, like, I mean, it's going to be pretty biased.
3: Well, do you remember that uh, cop killer that back in when we were in school? In, yeah, well, dude, 2013? fucking yeah,
0: that ex like Navy dude or whatever, ex like military guy that was shooting people on the highway. Yeah. And then, well,
3: he was killing cops, and he was killing cops because he, um, like, I don't know if he read his manifesto, but he was killing cops just because he reported. He reported a, something to his superiors about his partner that was taking um, – that was using excessive force, and she was, uh, she was a woman, that was using excessive force for uh, against a suspect. And he reported it to his superiors and got fired because of that, and that's when he went on his rampage.
0: And we, no, I, kind of I would say like he went on uh, vigilante. Vigilante.
3: <laughs> well, his –
0: not rampage vigilante. Yeah, Be- yeah, because he was like pretty much killing everyone who was involved in them. Yeah, well, Damn.
3: who was involved with the LAPD and whatnot?
0: Well, because and... he, uh, well, he tried to kill the his superior, but then he like shot the daughter and the boyfriend. Yes.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah, and then then he end up killing that chick though.
3: Yeah.
0: Because yeah. I th- I, I, from top of my head, I thought he killed like five people.
3: Yeah, he killed. Yeah. I don't know, you got you do have to fact check that, but yeah. Yeah, that's something along those lines. But and but it just comes down to fucking just the just the recruiting process. Like I have to fucking check backgrounds. I have to fucking make sure this guy's not a goddamn psychopath. Like why isn't these departments
0: Yeah. So okay to play devil's advocate. Jeez, we're coming around full we're we're just circling back like we're in the fucking White House right now. Uh because if you're saying, like, well, you know, unfortunately, you have to lie. What do you think those people are doing, Drew? They're lying. Yeah. They're lying. They're like, yeah, yeah I know. Like, I know I've never been to a psych ward. No, I've never had to see my superintendent for like violent tendencies against uh, ethnicities. No, of course not. I'm not on. Well, I don't have a warrant out for my arrest. Give me this gun. Are you talking yeah, about Christopher I, Dorner? Yes.
3: Yep. Yeah, but I get that. But at the same time, if but because Javine he had prior fucking uh, complaints against him, so once you start seeing that, fucking fire the guy. But that was at, I know,
0: but that was after he got his foot in the door, right? Like he had to have been hired. No, no,
3: he yeah, you get hired because I'm I I'm not the I'm not the great I'm not the the best fucking recruiter out out of town because I don't somebody could fucking lie to me. In uh, in the interview process, I put him out to work. He turns out to be a piece of shit.
0: So they're like lighting a spoon up in the fucking porta potty.
3: I had that happen before. That's fun.
0: That's probably uh, why I brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> we have his.
3: Yeah.
0: But uh, my favorite artist is Demi Lovato.
3: Yeah. No, we had uh, somebody at the we had somebody at one project and they caught, uh, they thought they caught one of our guys shooting up heroin in the bathroom and they made us check every single, every single person at the site. It was like 20 people. So we had to do drug screens for every single buddy (laughs) at the site, which is fine. But no, like circle, no, circling back to the point, um, you don't know what you get until you actually put them, put them out there. And the best information you can get is from the uh, what is it? From what um, other people see out on the field. So when we do these evaluations, or when we when we put somebody out there, if they're fucking up, or if they don't show up, or if they if they work out for a couple weeks and they end up just falling off the bri- uh, falling off the rail that's that's how you can tell that somebody's not generally a good employee. So that's what I'm saying with like these um, when hiring cops, if they're getting constant complaints, constant complaints, constant complaints, there has to be something done in order to I don't know. Reprimand them of their authority. Put them
0: yeah, I mean, I think that goes. I think that's the side of the story because they're like, oh, well, why, why aren't any profession, right? Any prof, your profession. Yeah. You know, like cops, doctors. You know, a mechanic. Well, this guy keeps fucking up his repairs, and you know, he said that he knew how to do this specific type of vehicle or whatever, and obviously it's not working. You know, fire him. Like, people oh. don't don't see that, and they're like, well, he should have never been fired in the first place, or never been hired in the first place. It's like, how so do you, well, you know? we don't know that. Yeah you don't, <laughs> yeah, you don't know that. Like, okay, well, what do you do? Well, you don't hire him. Well, how? How do you not hire him? You know, like, especially if you know, like, if you're the people out there that know, like, okay, well, what you got to do is you get, you don't have, like, the experience, you know, or you're not, like, a certain age or whatever, so you're going to, you know, kind of tweak some truths here and there to get your foot in the door. Right. And then, you know. Because of the either because of the fact you don't have experience, you start fucking up a lot, or because you don't have experience, you start learning a lot. You know, like it, it's gambling.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's all it, it's always going to be a gamble when you're when you're hiring somebody, and you don't know what you have until you put them out there.
0: Well, and people and, think that it's just like, oh, it's like you know, it's it's a formula. You know, it's like right there on paper. It's like no, because. The, like, the variable that you can never calculate is, like, a human ego. Right? Like, you and I could get the same job, but it depends on how we perceive it. Yeah. And you're like, Well, you guys both have the same credentials, same experience, same everything, but for whatever reason, one of you's doing good, one of you's doing bad. I don't, We don't get it. Yeah, because it's fucking human error.
2: hmm
3: And, I mean, the worst thing is, like, everybody wants to get paid. God. Like an arm and a leg just for minimal experience now,
0: and you oh, have that's to take a fucking them. huge one right now.
3: And you have to take them just because fucking dude, there's nobody else out there, and that's yeah, what we're doing. It. It's,
0: yeah, it's definitely a workers market for sure, and that's what I was getting into like earlier when I was when you were saying like yeah. Before it was like yeah, we had to like you know swat them away, swat them away, and now it's just like oh please man like. I'll suck your dick out in the open. Just come show up, you know, on Monday, please. Like, I'll do it in front of everybody. Yeah, <laughs> That's right what gets here. you on board. <laughs> I'll
3: do butt yeah. stuff. Yeah, you were are just seriously scraping the bottom of the barrel right now. It's just like you can't. Like, people that we shouldn't be putting out to work, you put them out to work to see if they've changed. To see if they can... <laughs> To see if they can fucking pull up, uh, pull themselves up from their bootstraps and actually go, actually go to work, and end up fucking not showing up the first day and whatnot, or just pain in the ass people that you have to like constantly just like, hey, I work three weeks and I want an extra dollar an hour. Like, if I'm not, if you don't give me this, I'm not going to show up for work. Like,
2: <laughs>
3: like at the mercy of their whim at this point. Yeah, and it's all about. Nasty. Yeah, it's all about power, man. It, and right now, the workers have the power, and
0: it sucks. Because typically, I set the tone. I'm Ooh, uh, having control issues. It. All right. Any other uh, last remarks that you'd like to throw in? No gang signs, please.
3: Nah, yeah. um, even through the whole process of staffing. One thing that this industry has taught me is just never give up on people. Um, There's a big kind of story. I don't know. Like, we had one guy that was uh, kind of going through stuff and whatnot. And he... Uh, we were about to put him on a job. He was uh, getting out of Denver, going out to, like, I think, like, New Mexico or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, we, didn't, we get a call that... Uh, And this was going to be his last shot. But he had called that he didn't show up. And we're fucking calling him, trying to get a hold of him, called his emergency contact and whatnot. And turns out um, he ended up um, hanging out with one of his friends at um, his place. They got into a heated uh, confrontation and his friend pulled a gun on him and shot him dead. Oh. and buried him in the basement like concrete and all they, he, they, when, they, when, they, well, when they found um, when they talked to him about it they the, the guy that killed him said that that was going to be his tomb and the only way that, that, um, that he was found was because he, um, the killer's daughter reported it to the police Wow, He was a great guy um, He was going through some stuff With like He got domestic violent charges Got his kids taken away Shit like that And this was going to be his Step away from getting out of Denver And like trying to Trying to get a breath of fresh air Right uh, And The night before Just ends up fucking dead so that's the one thing when it comes down to just not giving up on people. Everybody has their stories. There's a reason why everybody is the way that they are. You have to understand that. And you have to be able to put put yourself in their position sometimes, even though you can't see it through themselves. Cause I talk about my experiences, what I've gone through, and I I I can never put myself in those positions because I am me and they are them, and yep. it's the experiences that create who we are as people.
0: Well, that's a good so, point, man. There's not a lot of people out there trying to, like, connect the bridge, you know? They're just like, well, okay, well, you know, that's cool. Just keep that on your side of the river.
2: Good luck. Yeah, yeah good <laughs> luck. Hope you I'll put out. you out
0: there, but uh, I don't want to hear any more about this You piece or, you know, think yeah. Yeah. your baby mama because she was fucking your dad.
2: Yeah,
3: and it's just like, in it's you have to and it takes hard talks like that and not everybody not every manager actually wants to take that hard talk and be like hey like you haven't been showing up man like what the fuck is going on right like well, what?
1: yeah, that's important yeah and you're right it's not found often it's such it's such a not hard thing to do just like send a guy a text just like hey you know you didn't you, you didn't come into work today rather than just saying you know you know where, where the hell are you you know you're, you're screwing me over like hey, dude, what's wrong? You know, why didn't you come into work today?
3: Yeah, it's something as simple as that. And that's the thing that we need, need to understand as people is just like everybody has their stories. There's a reason why everybody's brain is wired this way. Don't shit on somebody just because they were brought up differently than you are.
0: All right. All right, solid point, man. Solid point. Yep. I think that's going to wrap us. We're at the, the two-hour mark, right? Uh, damn, just about... Yeah, so man, really appreciate you. You know, coming on. You brought up a lot of good topics, especially people out there that are trying to find their grind. You know, trying to find their hustle and kind of uh, the corners of what makes the difference. You know, like you, you learn like the very generic plan, but kind of you know the the threads that are woven in between it. Uh, we got to talk about today. You know that you do kind of have. <laughs> some some grimy stuff you do have to have some heart-to-hearts you do have to have patience and uh yep. you know you have to figure out what you if you need it or if you want it
3: yeah and generally yeah. have that mental capacity dude it's not it's not easy
0: it's I, we didn't even easy. get to talk about like people who don't come from a sports background because we like all as the three of us know like sports can definitely motivate you and drive you towards that winning mentality but what happens if you were like you know a ceramics person you know in high school or whatever and you're just like well it's just like you just make your stuff and people like it they like it and blah 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 <laughs> you know so <laughs> once They're- again different mind state that i've ever you know that i have been you know been in so i don't know what that's really like but um I think, like, the, the morals are like, just, like, the self-value of, like, well, you know, I want to hold myself accountable. I take pride in my work or I take pride in myself. Um, but, yeah. Yeah,
2: did. Like you did.
0: You nice. did a great job, man. You, you can't – you're the first guest to have the whole uh, criteria laid out.
1: Yeah, it was really yeah, nice. Was really really nice.
0: easy for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't have to think about anything, really, this week. So that was pretty cool. I was just like you know I just forwarded him I was like hey this is what Drew wants to talk about I was like just make sure you have like some questions and you're following along and
2: you're yeah, welcome back
0: anytime. So, oh, Let we'll me yeah. 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 yeah, this is super. You know, so uh, how how are you ready for the Joe Rogan show? Did we uh you know not, you're making your ranks through the um, podcasting? Amen. <laughs>
3: hey, hey, man. I don't know. It's just uh, uh getting used to this stuff and just kind of. I don't know. It's just something that like some people need to hear um when coming through um when coming through the process.
0: And, yeah. I think- oh sorry, keep going, keep going.
3: No, and it's like like it's just that one thing that somebody could say to you and it clicks.
0: Yeah, and we didn't even go over like job pairs or stuff like that because I know because I was like, well, I mean, how do you do that if like all if you you know how do you get that kind of like voice it's like, hey, you know, we're looking to hire people, but I can only do it on this platform. You know, and they had like job fairs. You know, you can't just go out and like have a talk, right? You can't like talk to mass people. You don't probably want to use your social media for that because it's like, well, you know, I don't get paid to do that shit. Well, you could at the end of the day. But I feel like podcasting has become super popular because of COVID and the quarantine. And, you know, people got really into listening to it because they weren't talking to anybody.
1: Yep. You know, yeah. So hopefully, I mean, that's why we did it.
0: Yeah, you know, like, yeah, it was just a way for us to, like, have conversations and be like, okay, this is important to us. Um, yeah. um, But, yeah, I mean, we also, this, I think this is a, this is great because, you know, I've started to listen to podcasts. I was like, okay, well, what's, what spot am I missing? You know, like, what's the one thing that will click for me?
3: Hmm. And you it's know, just so. like the, always just kind of, I don't know, just, it's just it's like fun. reading
0: yeah like, and it was it was super great to talk about something that we normally don't talk about and, yeah. and just yeah, and just like you know yeah, and it was really, totally like, different than... well, it's very specific, yeah, yeah, it's very specific, you know, like yeah. we're talking about like a recruiting agency, and just like that is extremely relatable right now,
3: right yeah yeah and that's I, I, yeah, and that's something I want to get more exposure of, just like the do's and don'ts, and just kind of like letting people know like at the end of the day, man, don't. You always don't get caught ass out. don't give them a reason for them to fire you no.
0: yeah and the, and the piggyback off off that for my you know ending regard is that you know the the unemployment is going to run out. you know they're not going to keep extending it, and you gonna, you have yeah. spent a year and a half of developing zero skills. so when a, when you do have to actually get back in the workforce because now you're making like a hundred and fifty bucks a week versus you know 400 500 600 bucks they're gonna be like okay well what were you doing oh you were sitting at home yeah next
1: yeah yeah, you yeah. Know, that's how you
0: get caught ass out in this current climate yeah
1: that's like a total double-edged sword
3: yeah and that's what we look for we look for gaps in between your employment history
1: so right. that's a big thing yeah it shows work ethic it, it shows like can you even if you know, regardless of if you like the job or whatever, like, are you like committed to doing
3: something? Yeah. If you're jumping around doing a year here, year there, that means you're you're not loyal. Yeah. Why do Why do I want you here if you're just going to move on after a year?
1: Isn't it weird? Like a year is like a just a time frame that just seems to occur often.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Cause... a year. I think a year is a good metric on like. For a lot of things, you know, like if if something's going to work out, my grandma always put it as like when you are like when you meet somebody, a friend, a relationship, you know, you you go through like all the seasons of it. You go through spring, you go through summer, you go through, you know, fall and winter because like people's moods like we've we've been talking about, like some people are traumatized from like some summer thing or like holidays were rough for them, you know, so like, you know, the winter time, they're just despicable. And, yep. uh, and, and, you like, you've experienced this person or this place in its entirety for, like, all the seasons. And you're like, yeah, maybe not. You know, like, you go to, right. I go out to Denver, and I experience Denver for a full year and be like, okay, well, this is what I have to look forward to year after year after year. Right. Okay, I can do it. Or, like, nah, no. I'm good. I'm going no. back.
2: That's
3: true. But at the same time, usually you get promoted within a year, too. So ah, the people okay. that don't get promoted...
0: Typically quit. <laughs> True. Well you like I said, you put your feelers back out there and see if you can do it somewhere else. But anyway, any lasting or ending remarks from you, Austin? Uh yeah. Uh Drew, how much do
1: you bench? Yes. Uh three fifteen. What is it? <laughs> three fifteen. Three fifteen.
3: Congrats.
0: Congrats. What, yeah. what's the what's the one is that the one rep? Uh that's
3: uh three to five, but yeah, I haven't done it. Uh, I haven't done it in a while because I fucked up my pec. I was like doing it by myself one day and <laughs> I caught it. I caught it and like you you seen that like incline where that bodybuilder like his pec goes out. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that kinda happened like a couple months back. <laughs> oh
0: because yeah. I go so, he asked, Austin asked me, he goes, Well, how much does Drew Bench? I go, I don't know, I don't give a shit. Does it doesn't affect my life? Why would I ask him that? <laughs> so like, well, do you think it's like four hundred? I was like, maybe. I mean, he works out a lot, so I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised. He goes, well, if it's 400, I'm not going to ask him. I was like, well, <laughs> ask him? <laughs> nah,
3: 315, I'm not there. I'm not fucking Joey Swall or anything like that. <laughs> those fucking know.
0: monsters. I mean, those arms are looking big, bro. Maybe within a year, yeah. you
3: know? Yeah, maybe within a year. <laughs> Take some more creatine and ass shots. <laughs>
0: no, <you're kidding. laughs> no homo on the ass shot, Big Sean. Easy Big Sean.
1: <laughs> well uh really right, so we appreciate you having us coming out, yeah. spending a couple hours with us. Um it was good to meet you. I'm yeah. sure we'll good uh meet you cross too.
0: paths. No, we uh, but um Yeah, you you can come to Top Golf with us next time. You can actually drink now, so you'll be yes. much more fun. Pina Coladas are pretty good.
3: <laughs> Sex on the beach.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> purple right, Turples, man uh do you want to uh, you got anything to shout out
2: uh, Any
3: uh,
1: instagrams or twitters or uh, you know job postings. websites <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> well i mean if you're an electrician or low voltage technician and just want to get in the industry i mean we're uh ps123.com premier electrical staffing I mean, we're always looking for people to hire and whatnot. Just have a good attitude, be ready to work, and get yourself a full-time uh, employment.
0: No, don't be a dumbass. Yeah, because after, yeah, after the summer, you're not getting any more benefits. So, <laughs> awesome. Uh, I will roll this out. Yep. Okay, the fire is getting low. We are definitely out of logs, so we're heading back.
1: Okay. right, <laughs> we'll leave a letter for you. Peace.